This is the I Want to Play College Golf podcast. We talk to those who coach and those who have played college golf so you can learn what it takes to be a college golfer. Are you ready to tee off? Let's go. My name is Mika Jin. I'm currently a freshman at UC Berkeley and I play for the Cal team. How did you get started with golf? Well, I started golf when I was nine years old. It kind of started when my dad had like a knee injury. He actually started playing soccer first, but because of the injury, he started to pick up golf. And so ever since I was nine, I kind of just followed him along to the range. And I kind of really enjoyed it. So like every every night, I would just go and practice, just play around for fun. And then like six months into like the practice, I played my first U.S. Kids tournament and actually won my tournament, which really motivated me to <laughs> keep playing. So yeah, it's been a really interesting start because at first we didn't really know like if we were going to go into like the competitive path until I, I played my first tournament and everything went pretty well. So kind of like just kick, like started from there. Oh, that's really cool. And you were born in Japan. Did you live there for a long time? Or Yeah, I lived in Japan for only three years. And then after that, I just moved to California and I've been here like all my life. In my junior years, I would head to practice like as soon as I finish golf. And I have like this local practice facility, which is like 15 minutes away from school. So afterwards, I would probably play like a bucket and like one bucket is like 150 balls. And so that's kind of just like the routine. And then I remember like every weekend I would play the course with my dad. And that's been like, I think one of the key points that helped me improve a lot too. So a lot of the practice has come off like on the course. Oh, that's cool. And while you were practicing, did you work more on your short game or full swing? Um, one thing I wanted to like, like I think um, for me, like in my junior years, I worked a lot more on my like range sessions. So I feel like my green regulation was pretty good until I got to a point where like I've been playing longer distances and moving up like the age brackets i've realized that like it's not only just the range and so i put my focus more on like putting and short game in my later years when i'm like more like understanding of how like golf actually works especially when you're playing like longer distance so yeah at first it was just all like irons and drivers but now it's more focused on like putting short game and like pitch shots so yeah that's really cool that's why your thing is so no. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> it was so awesome. Um, and then you're at Cal right now, so how do you manage to balance school and golf? Well, I actually have like a really good tip from our assistant coach. She actually recommended me like this kind of like planner way. Like every before I start off every week, she just tells me to jot down what I want to do for the whole week instead of like kind of just going along the way. And so I feel like having like an assistant on the team definitely helps a lot with time management. And we also have like an academic advisor for our team that we, we can meet like anytime we want to whenever we need help. And so that's been like really helping me like maintain like time management wise. And also I've been like just into the habit, like the routine ever since like junior year, like I mean like middle school, high school years. Oh, that's a really good tip. And um, one of the things that caught my eyes when I was looking is that you won the 2017 AJGA at Reno and Tahoe and the 2018 
AJJ at Las Vegas Junior at Reflection Bay. Yeah. Tell us about oh, that. Oh, you saw that? Yeah, I saw that. Oh, that's cool. Well, for my 2017, I actually had a pretty rough year, that's in my fun. opinion, because I've just had a lot of tournaments where I just didn't feel like I had my gank out. And so I just, I didn't really lose, like, I wasn't really discouraged, but at the same time, I kind of really wanted to win a tournament as well. So coming into like the last day of Reno, I honestly didn't have too many expectations. I just kind of just played along with my game and had everything like just go with the flow. And so like I ended up winning, which is really awesome because my whole family was there too. So it was one of like the highlighting, like highlight memories of my junior career. So I'm pretty like impressed that you brought that up. <laughs> and which is also really cool is that they actually sent me a huge like picture of me like holding a pose like at the AJJ tournament like it's a hard poster that they mailed to me like a couple months later and I was really impressed and then for the um, Vegas one I think the same thing like coming into the last round I was in the final group I was playing against this girl that was really good we were really close to like the last like last I'd say four holes and so this is kind of when my nerves started coming up again, like kind of nervous. I do want to win, but at the same time, like I was pretty confident with the way I swung. And so like into the last two holes, I ended up birding my 17th hole and I just had to secure a par on the last hole to win. Oh, so yeah. it was really, yeah. That's so cool. And did you qualify through the qualifiers or did you get in through your stars or anything? Oh, so like in high school, I played a lot of AJGAs. I think that's really what like college golf, like division one wants to see at least because that's kind of where they get your ranking. So because I played in a lot of like AJGAs and had like relatively good stats, I was able to get into these tournaments without qualifying. Oh, so. cool. Yeah. Um, you've obviously played a lot of invitationals and you played in the Tournament of Champions. How's that experience? Oh, that's one of my favorite memories. I've been there two years. Fly. I've been there two years, and the course is just so, like, memorable to me. Like, it's the weather's always nice there, which is, like, a highlight. I always, like, really impressed with the weather every time I go. And the, the course has two courses, which is pretty neat because it keeps it different every single day. But it's really cool to also like see all the good players around the country and just meet up with everyone at the like end of the year, you know, so it's, it's a fun tournament. I mean, I definitely feel like I could have played better for both of the years, but at the same time, like it's definitely a memorable tournament for me. And I'm really grateful that I had the opportunity to play the Invitationals. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's really cool. And yeah. um, obviously you played a lot of junior tournaments. What were some of your favorites? I do have a lot, but I think ones I didn't really mention was my high school years when I played with my team. So because I'm like, usually like it's just individual when I'm in like a team format, it's really different for me. Like I'm, I feel like I'm not just doing it for myself, but I'm doing it for my teammates, my coaches, my school, like representing Irvington, which is my high school. And so coming to junior year, I had a good, good high school, um, high school like like performance because I was able to qualify for states and I ended up being 
runner up. And so that kind of like really made me proud for my like school, like being able to represent our high school and making my teammates proud. Oh. And so like, yeah, even even though my, my teammates aren't like experienced or not all of them are playing like competitively, like I still like really enjoyed being around people that share the same passion as me and just being able to like practice together because I'm not really used to like practicing with other people but at the same time also bringing my knowledge to other people that don't really understand because they don't have the experience so it was awesome yeah definitely really grateful to be able to have a high school team because I know some high schools like they don't have golf teams and so yeah oh my gosh that's that's so nice and um yeah, I was I... about to mention that how's your experience at Gates? oh how do you know all of this? Um, it like unless I said CIF championship. Oh, right, right. Yeah, it it was really fun, especially junior year because every I think my well for a few of the qualifiers I was able to place first, and so that gave me a lot of confidence for the next level. And so yeah, like when I made it to the last stage, um, unfortunately my teammates didn't make it, so I came as an individual, and they were back at school of course but they were still rooting for me sending me messages you know good luck and yeah I just had my high school coach come with me to the tournament and yeah I was able to just shoot a solid two under to shoot runner-up and it was really exciting for me because I knew that I was able to like represent Irvington and also knowing that my teammates back home were rooting for me so it was awesome that's that's so cool and you're such a big player oh gosh and you're also named two-time Junior Tour of Northern California Player of the Year. How did that feel? Um, yeah, like I also I mentioned, like I played a lot of local tournaments, and I think that's been one of the ways that I was able to improve my game is just playing in comp- um, tournaments and staying competitive. So that once I'm in bigger fields, I can just you know play how I usually play in the smaller tournaments because I think all tournaments matter, like big or small. You still have to work on your men- mental game. And so being able to like um, be a first for a NorCal is pretty, like I feel like it's something that I can feel proud of and accomplish, but at the same time it just motivates me to just keep going and know that there's just more experiences ahead. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. And you've been in the U.S. girls junior, sorry, and you have yeah. around 16. Can you tell us about that experience? Oh, this one is really fun. Okay, so coming into the first round, I actually shot seven over, which placed me outside of 100 out of, I think, 140-something, and only 64 can qualify, around 64. So, yeah, I I actually didn't really think too much about the second day. Like, like deep down, I kind of knew that I had to shoot a really low score to qualify, but at the same time, it's just, you know, enjoying the experience and knowing that, you know, some days you just have up and downs. And so I had like a really long like break. I, I slept for like 13 hours and I was just so pumped up the next day. And I came out and shot three under, which actually got me into, I think that moved me up like almost 100, no, 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 60 spots up, which made me qualify, which was really, which was really like, not what I expected, but at the same time, it was just really exciting for me. Oh my gosh. And I also, I also, yeah, I also had a caddy at that time that was from the course. So I just met him. I didn't really know who he was, but he was super friendly. And yeah, 
Like it, she was just so helpful. And it was just a really nice experience for me. And then my first match, I played against a girl that I think she was my age division. I think we did we did pretty well, but I think I beat her by two. So me not, like almost not being able to qualify and then winning my first match, I was like, okay, this is pretty good. And then I have my second match, which I ended up beating a girl from USC and she like hits it so far. And so this one was like, for me, was a pretty like good match in my opinion, especially playing with someone who hits a lot longer. Because for me, I think my like strength isn't like length, but more like green and regulation and just staying like safe and consistent. And so I think that really like showed me that, you know, golf is not all about distance, hitting it super far. It's a lot of, it's more about consistency and staying patient, especially when you're playing with kids who like hit it like 270 consistently, you know? So yeah, it was a really fun match. And then coming into my last match, I played against the girl who actually ended up being runner up for the tournament. So she had a lot of like tap in birdies, a lot of putts I had to just basically give her because she hit it so close. So yeah, but no, overall it was super fun though because I had some of my NorCal friends coming with me like in this tournament because they also qualified. And it's like one of the only tournaments where I think like so many of us like came together in a big event like a usga event so it was nice like it was also like kind of repping norcal to be honest <laughs> it was awesome like being able to make it to the third match even when i'm like about to not qualify for the match play so it was fun yeah my, my norcal teammates like my norcal players did well too so overall it was just a good experience for us that yeah, was a long trip too it was in Wisconsin, so. Oh my gosh. Long trip, but like one of the beautiful courses I've ever played. So pretty. Uh, did you have like problem adjusting to the weather over there? Like the humidity and stuff like that? Or was it the same? For for me, I usually have a harder time adjusting to cold. Uh, like when it's like humid and hot, like I feel more comfortable to be honest. Like I, at first, like, yeah, it was a little uncomfortable. But I feel like like seeing every everyone there and just being under the same weather, like you kind of just don't really think about it too much. Yeah, and you just you're just there to like compete, you know. Like yeah. no matter if there's a rainstorm or if it's like 110 degrees, you're still out there to compete and um, do your best. So I think yeah, it it, it didn't bother me afterwards because I was just too focused on my game. <laughs> it's yeah. so exciting. Yeah. And- you took top 20 in the girls' junior PGA championship. Can you tell us about that experience? Yeah, I think that's one of the most, like, consistent rounds I've had for, like, any of my junior careers. Um, I think I, for, I, I kind of forgot what I shot exactly, but it was pretty consistent to, like, even par, I think, one under or something like that. So, yeah, like, for golf, like, I feel like it's very easy to – hit a good round and then have like another bad round it's pretty up and down but like for all four days I stayed relatively consistent for 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 all the all the rounds and so that just like build on my confidence to like it showed me that it is possible to you know do do well even in big tournaments I mean some days there are bad experiences but like you know days like this like events like this like 
really encourages you. So, yeah, it was it was good. It was right before the U.S. Girls Junior. Yeah, so I think it helped me like prepare a lot for the U.S. Girls Junior in Wisconsin. Yeah, but the humidity was also kind of in eh, there. It's kind of hot there too. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. And you recently played the USAM. How was that? Oh, that was definitely a new experience for me because the course itself is really hard. Like, if you miss the fairway and you're <laughs> into, like, the rough, it's it's not like your typical, like, rough that you play on, like, a local course. It's, like, really thick. And so if you have, like, if you're in a rough when it's, like, 410 yards, it's, like impossible to try hitting on the green because it's like hitting out of like tall grass and so I think driver is just really important on that course and like most USGA courses just have like difficult layout like that but like overall I think my experience was still good I learned a lot from it actually um on the first day like we I was playing under like a rainstorm and they had to stop the play in the middle because it was getting so bad. But like before the pause, I was like, I was one under. And so I was pretty pumped, you know, knowing that it's a hard course and not the scores weren't low there, especially because the yardage was long too. I think it was 6,400. So yeah, like after the break, um, it was like a two hour delay. But then once we got back out, that's kind of when my play started getting kind of bad. Yeah, but I, I definitely think that it taught me that um, like having mental techniques especially when there's like a delay it's kind of been like a thing I was I've been focusing on like later this year knowing that well we're in 2021 but I mean like later in 2020 <laughs> after the tournament yeah but like I came back the next day um posted a good score and ended up being in the playoff but unfortunately I didn't make the playoff I think I was just a little too nervous on the tee box when there's just so many people watching and I remember, like, when I hit into the bunker on my approach shot, there's, like, a camera right behind me, oh. like, recording me. And I was like, ah. Oh. And I had a terrible eye, too. And then just so many people, like, behind the green. I think just the nerves got to me. But I still think that, you know, it's it's a fun tournament playing with bigger girls who hit it long. I feel like it's more of, like, a college, college like, feel. More of, like, girls who have more experience, who play well and are stronger and hit it longer so it was fun being able to play with them and seeing like how they shoot the, how they shoot so low or like how how they play so well so yeah overall it was fun I mean it would have been nice to make it but yeah I mean it just makes me want to come back next year to try again it's such a great experience did you yeah. have any techniques to calm your nerves down I think I, I learned them like after, but like before, I think before the playoff, actually, there was also a huge delay too. Like I was not the last group. And so after I finished my last hole, I had to wait like several hours until the last group came in and we, we teed off the same day. Like playoff was the same day as my second day round. And so like, yeah, I think the nerves just got the best of me. And I just got, I think there's just too many thoughts in my head. Like, I, I did try my best to like calm down and like not think about oh making it making the playoff and going into the next day for a match play. But yeah, I think an important thing for me that I learned was just taking good deep breaths 
I think just physically, like just taking good like breaths and just calming myself before like a tea box. And I do this like a minute before I tee off or at least a minute, because if you're going to do it like 20 seconds before, you're still, your heartbeat is still going to like race a lot and you're still going to be nervous. So yeah, just clearing the mind and just being, being aware when you're getting distracted, when your focus is kind of like off a little, just redirect your focus to like just present moment because you know that you're not going to be able to like control the future. And so for me, like I always like try to steer my way into like being able to hit a shot when I don't even know what it's going to do. But instead just focusing on everything that's happening like currently, my stance, my grit, my routine, looking at my target and things like that. So outcome is just whatever happens, happens kind of thing. Obviously you played a lot of college and junior events now. Do you have any other favorite tournaments you've played in? I think this year, probably the highlight was my US Am. Oh, and my I qualified for the four ball, and I think this is pretty exciting because I'm playing with a teammate on the team. Oh, nice! So, yeah, that's pretty neat. Um, I did. I was top. I think I was. I played second twice for some local state tournaments this year. Yeah, not like two, not two big tournaments, I guess, but like, I think overall just more consistent, which I'm pretty satisfied with. I mean, because of the pandemic, I'm not able to play too many tournaments outside the outside of the state or like, you know, unless it's like big tournament and I really want to play it. But yeah, like Silver Bell. But other than that, yeah, I think overall just learning to be more resilient, like regardless of like good or bad rounds. I think like even bad rounds are like considered good rounds because you always learn from them, right? And like you always practice your resilience for the next tournament that you have. And so it's like a good life lesson too. You know, so it just teaches you to stay patient and not worry so much about like outside factors or like your future, like, okay, next hole or like your overall outcome. Because there's a lot of factors that kind of affect your mentality when you're being conscious of like the people supporting you right like your family your coaches but at the same time it's like they know you worked hard you know you worked hard and just you know just it'll it'll pay off so just staying calm just having fun just enjoying your moment out there and just staying true to every shot and just not not rush it so yeah just a lot of good lessons that I've learned every tournament regardless of the score so it's been fun and it's been nice to meet you too at Silverbell. Nice it's been nice to meet people. Yeah. And how's your experience at Berkeley? Well, um, actually, it's it started off kind of boring. Not gonna lie, because I'm more used to like physical school, you know. But like, I think I've been getting pretty used to like online Zoom classes. Um, I've been getting a lot of like motivation, especially because the coaches keep us like um keep us in like track every week they send out emails and so like having the teammates coaches and like assistants be on my side it's been pretty fun journey so far and we also get to well I get to still play at like their practice facilities and a lot of the good golf courses around here that I usually don't get to play so I would definitely say my experience has been like much better than what I've been expecting yeah it's been it's been getting good and i think next semester would be even better because we're going to actually start having like season and practicing together we have to do like testing though 
which might get a little annoying, but at the same time, like, safety first. So it'll be nice to see, like, all the teammates again, especially, like, the international kids that I don't usually usually see. So it'll be fun. Oh, my yeah. God. We, we usually just do, like, Zoom calls. Like, we used to, like, um, we had a break for December, but, like, for um, November, October, September, I think we started in July. We we just had Zoom meetings from 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. early, right? I know. Like, at first, I couldn't do it. <laughs> but, like, the coach told us to, like, get used to waking up early because our workouts are at 6 a.m. So, yeah, I mean, like, it, it's been good, like, seeing everyone being, like, active together. And we, we just, get, like, they assign us homework, too. Like, okay, you have to work out a certain amount of times you have to send us a screenshot of what you did you know but it's been fun yeah it's just keeping you more active especially during like COVID and everything when it's really easy to like you know just lose your motivation like having people around me that are so supportive like it just keeps me keeps me on my feet and like excited for everything I'm doing and it's been fun oh my gosh that sounds so awesome yeah can you tell us about the recruiting process yeah, um, when, like, people ask me about, like, recruiting, I, like, the first thing I think of is playing a lot of tournaments, to be honest. Like, in my high school years, I've just had a lot of, like, stats on my tournaments, especially for, like, AJGAs and, oh, bigger events, too, like, USGAs, but also, like, staying well-rounded with, like, your grades, of course. Yeah, you just want to maintain, like, a consistent grade. But yeah, like I think communicating with the coaches earlier, earlier is definitely like recommended. But like they're they're really nice. They they understand like the process and everything, and they they get it. And at first, I was really hesitant to like reach out because I had no idea what I was gonna do, like what I was gonna say or like how I was gonna like you know talk to them. But I realized that they they want to reach out to you too. Like they when I had my first call. Like, the coach just did all the talking. Like, I, I was so scared that they would ask me questions, right? Because I had no idea what they would ask. I, I mean, I knew they would ask, like, basic questions, but I was just worried about the more detailed ones. But it turned out that they, they really loved, like, introducing their their school, their team, and how they function. And so it, like, took off a lot of the nerves for me, knowing that, like, they also want to recruit me. And it's just not, it's not only me putting in the effort, you know? So yeah, they're they're all super friendly, and I think one of the things I did that kind of stood out was I made a Google profile. It's basically where I kept all my stats together, and just a little like bio of me myself. So just my age, my height, things like that, and like my favorite food, some some interesting stuff that kind of stand out. I, I can send it to you if you <laughs> if, I, if I can find it if I still have it. But yeah, it's just. I think that that's kind of like an easier way for them to get to know me without like, you know, having to ask so many things. And so the process like with Cal, like after like my visit, I think I visited like junior year, I ended up verbally committing in my senior year, junior year, end of junior year and signing senior year. And so it was just an exciting process knowing that I'm going to be like staying close to home and being able to go to a school that I've been wanting to go to for so long. <laughs> Uh, it's it's good, yeah. Coaches are super nice too, and I know that like, their 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 only goal is to help us like just be better, you know. And they want to make us the best teammate that we can and like the best players. So they're always there to help and not scare you. I always have like a bad like not impression, but like I've always been like scared to talk to like coaches, you know. 
like they seemed a little intimidating to me at first but like after like getting to know them better and talking to them i've just come to realize that they're all super friendly oh my that sounds like such a cool experience yeah <laughs> i know this is like probably an obvious question but uh, what led you to pick berkeley i think oh, a lot of factors led me to choose berkeley actually well definitely location and the performance of the team, the academics is definitely one of the factors that led me to choose Berkeley. And I also really love like the diversity that the Berkeley campus has. It just interacts with so many different people. And I, I really love that about Berkeley. And so it just keeps the campus like exciting and diverse. And one of the things that like stood out to me a lot was when I was at my visit, I actually went there to watch the football game from, um, of Cal versus Stanford. I mean, we lost, it's okay. But like overall, like just seeing like the people cheer, like the way that they just, you know, get ready to compete in like a sports event. It just made me so like, like, wow, I want to be part of this family. Like it just seems so like united. So yeah, I mean, there's just so many things. Like I, I love the teammates. I actually know a few of them because some of them are local and so they're, yeah, they're kind of like, they're kind of like an older sister to me. And so that's one of, the, I've always been like considering Berkeley because of that. And they're really good players too. So I, I look up to my teammates. And then like after coming to like campus and getting to know Berkeley better, like I kind of just knew that it was the choice for me. And so I just worked hard for it. Yeah. It sounds like such an amazing school. <laughs> and um, what made the, what do you believe made the coaches pick you? I think I showed like my diligence and hard work through like academics and golf. Um, I put a lot of time into my game and I do my best to practice like with a purpose, knowing that I'm out there like to improve and not just, you know, just hanging around and hitting balls, right? And so, yeah, I've been, I think I just showed like the side of me staying diligent and staying competitive on, in tournaments. Like I think they knew how many tournaments I played every year, right? Like it's, it's not like, to be like first for like NorCal, like it's not just having like a few good events. Like you have to play a lot to like get the points. <laughs> so yeah, I think just putting up a good like resume and just putting myself like, just being myself, being myself and I think they just saw like the vibrant side of me knowing that I can like bring fun to the team so I, I'm really like grateful that they were able to recruit me. So yeah, I want to do my best for the team too and the coaches because I'm really grateful for what they did. And I want to like give back to what they like recruited, you know, like, yeah. Oh my, that sounds so amazing. And yeah. what path did you take to build up your junior golf scoreboard and AJGA ranking? I think just mainly focusing on AJGAs. I mean, it's for my like earlier years of my high school, it started off with like um, local NCGA, like NorCal tournaments, um, just to get the experience because it's also not good to play a lot of tournaments and score bad. <laughs> that, that also like really hurts your ranking. <laughs> and so I think I did have one year where I kind of struggled a lot. And so, yeah, just not being like, I think local tournaments was kind of where I like started out and then once I felt confident 
with my like game, I kind of moved on into the next level and just build on from there. So yeah, like ADGAs and then I moved up to like USGA tournaments. Did you like travel everywhere to get stars or? Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I think most of my traveling came from like invitational. That's when like, that's where like a lot of the bigger tournaments were like USGAs, but a lot of, actually, since there's a lot of good courses in California and like good, good events here, I've been lucky enough to like stay in California for a lot of the tournaments for AGGAs. So yeah, like not, not too much traveling. More of my traveling comes from like the US girls or like the PGA Girls Championship, or the USGA, and things like that. Or like the US Kids, like uh, like the World Championships or something. Yeah, but for the most part, I've been pretty pretty close to home for my travels. Yeah, I mean, I, I've traveled to like Oregon, but yeah. I, I do, I, yeah, I did look forward to the Florida tournament that I played for the uh, invitational for the AGGA, like the Rolex end of the year. But yeah, overall, just, just a lot of nice courses here. So they've been having good events here. Oh, that's so cool. And yeah. what other tournaments should junior golfers play? Yeah, I think AGGA is like the tournament that I played a lot. But I think just any local tournaments that they can find around them, like... I'm not sure if they have, it's probably not NCGA, but like, I think US Kids, it's pretty like everywhere. That's, that was my first tournament that I played. And I mean, it's very like, it's very friendly. It gets, gets you to like know the game of golf and like gets you started at a young age. I think the youngest age division is like seven and under, which is like, they're so little, right? But yeah, I think for like college experience wise, um, AGGA is like your priority and then like once you build on from there you'll get into like you know bigger tournaments that will really help if you play well of course like USGAs but yeah any any local tournaments help just just to build on the experience and just knowing to like have fun out there and staying in the competitive you know like routine oh that's so cool you yeah do you recommend golfers to go in amateur tournaments for sure like that's that's something I'm working on like that's such a good like tournament to be in I mean like amateur wise like that's I feel like is the next level I mean of course that that's if you if you want to stay competitive and like want to like improve your game it's it should be a target but yeah, it's just just knowing your game and knowing that like knowing where you're at is important too. Like it's really easy to like, you know, play a big tournament not doing well and feeling discouraged, but like as for me, I kind of like know where my game is at and know what I lack. And so when I play these tournaments, it kind of puts me in like a more motivating like way knowing that there's so many good players out there. And also when I do have a good round, I'm like, "Oh, I'm I'm capable of like doing the same thing too." So it's just, yeah, like playing any tournaments, like big tournaments if you can, getting to play with people with more experience and like learn from them too when you play with them and see like their strength. Like maybe it's not always like hitting far, but like what the good putting, you know, uh -huh. just being really straight off the tee, things like that. Yeah. And it's just, it's just fun getting to talk to people that you don't usually, usually play with, like older kids. 
So it's it's good experience for sure, and I definitely do recommend it. Well, thank you for that advice. And yeah. how much do you believe parents should get involved in the game? Mm, well, for me, I feel like my parents like supported me so much for my game. Like I definitely would not be able to play or practice or do like anything without my parents. So I think to a point, like I well, I really appreciate that my parents are like involved with my game. Um, as for like, I think motivation and passion, that's kind of where it's on you. Like, I don't think like you should be driven by parents or anything, because that would be a pretty difficult path. And so like wanting to do it on your own and having that drive to be better is all from yourself. But like support wise and, you know, things like, like money and things like that. I think when parents help, it's like, yeah, but just being grateful to those people that are helping you because yeah without them it's it's a hard journey you know just having like people support you is a really big factor for me at least into like how I got to where I am today so like yeah I think just the motivation part is just for yourself um as for like the other things that you can't really handle I think it's nice that your parents can support you through that Oh, that's so cool. And uh, what's your secret sauce of advice for golf and life in general? Secret sauce? Yeah, secret sauce. Hmm, for golf and life in general? Mm -hmm. I have like this quote that kind of like stuck in my head and it's basically do what you love and love what you do. And I feel like I actually saw it on like a golf hat too. And I had this hat like ever since I started out. And so like this kind of like really stuck to me. Because, like, what's, like, what's, like, the point of, like, you know, all this hard work and all this drive if you're not enjoying what you do or love what you do, right? So, like, <clears throat> same for, like, life and golf. Like, just, just enjoy, like, everything you do right now. Knowing that one day, like, it'll come to an end and just appreciating everything around you. So, yeah. Oh, that's a nice really quote, right? It's, like, short and sweet. It gets to the point. What well, okay. skills do you do to help your game? Drills? Yeah, drills. Um, so I think, like, it's pretty, like, specific depending on, like, the area I want to focus. Like, there's, like, different drills for putting, short game, like, wedges and, like, things like that. So, like, for me, I think just, just being in a vague sense, I think it's important to just replicate, like, the feeling that you have when you're playing in a tournament like make every shot count instead of just you know being there for like the repetition mm -hmm. and just keep repeating the same thing it's important to just hit every shot with a purpose and knowing that you know on a tournament you're only going to have one shot so or like i think this is more of a mental drill but it's just important to like be focused on every shot it's not about the quantity but the quality and i'm actually still working on this because sometimes, like, I spend, like, hours, like, practicing and thinking that I'm improving, but, like, when I don't see, like, the best outcome on the course, like, I'm like, wait, what, where did my practice go? Like, you know, what did I practice for? So it's still something that I'm working on for sure that I need to improve on. But, like, I, I've come to, like, realize that, like, you know, on a tournament, you don't get repetition. You have that one shot. So just – um remembering how you feel on the tournament and then when you come to practice bring that same mindset and like you know give yourself a little bit of pressure when you do drills like keep your scores like for cal we we have to keep stats of our drills and we have to compete against 
our teammates. I mean, it's a, it's a, it keeps it fun, right? But also like competitive. So, yeah, just just being able to compete with your yourself is, I think, a good drill for any area of your game. And like hitting it like hitting it like you're in a tournament. So every shot has a target and a goal. That sounds like a really great thing to do. <laughs> and finally, we're coming to an end. Um, what advice would you give to parents and junior golfers? For parents, I would say, I I feel like when when they're like the kids are younger, they tend to push you harder. Yeah. But like, just not not force them to be like who they want you like they should understand that golf is just a hard sport like I feel like some parents have a hard time understanding like why didn't you do this or that like it's it's hard and I think it's it's hard to understand when you're not playing it yourself or like playing in a tournament yourself and I think this is something you learn as a player when you have so much experience and understand that like some people are just not going to understand like get the difficulty of the sport um so yeah for like parents I think just being more understanding that kids are trying their best, you know, scores are unpredictable. Like we appreciate your help, but when we're playing bad, we're also like, you know, we're trying our best too. So um, like for juniors, like if you have like, you know, parents that are more hard on you, just hang in there. Like I promise like they, they have good intentions, even though it comes off harsh or like strict. And at times you're like, why are they upset at me? Just know that like they just want the best for you. And like, you know, like just, I feel like I've learned this more as I grow older and when my parents become less like strict on my game. It's like, you know, I I understand like their point and why they did what they did. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's such a great advice. Thank you so <laughs> much for letting me interview you. Um, oh no, thank you. I feel so honored that you're interviewing me. <laughs> no, thank you so much. Thank you for listening today. Please share this with a friend and subscribe to be sure you get our next episode. Hope your next round is your best round.